Okay, Jeff, go. Sound check, testing the sounds of the checks and balances, and the judicial system. I think you've made that little I, quip I have a wealth of horrible political jokes that I've used over a number of occasions, and, and they're not getting any funnier. everybody, and welcome to Cinemantics, the podcast about movies good and bad, but mostly bad. I'm your host, Nick Melton, and this is an exciting episode because instead of just having one co-host, I have three. What? <laughs> Crazy. Crackers. And those were them. Greg Green. Hi, guys. Stephanie C. Curtison. Hello. And Jeffrey Heatherly. Y'all know me. You know how I earns my livings. I'll catch that fish. I'll catch this bird for you. Damn it, I fucked up my own quote. Son of a whore on Christmas Tuesday. Although when you started off with y'all know, for some reason, as soon as I heard y'all, I expect y'all ready for this. And then that's not what happened. (laughs) I'm feeling very musical. And I I also think that, um... Robert Shaw didn't pluralize living. Uh, well, he did in my mind. Y'all know how earns Earn, my earns my livings. Earns my livings. Earns my livings. Yeah. Uh, he's not a rapper, Jeff. He's not a rapper, but he's an old salty type who well, earns his livings. Let's get on with with the show here. Um, we've been talking for two minutes. <laughs> yeah, we have. Um, anyway, the movie is from what 1997. No, Jesus, way no. early. <laughs> can we get a, can we get an information? Yeah, I thought we had an information had computer. Goose. Um, I'm, I'm pulling it up as well. So okay. Well, then we'll. Uh, Wikipedia. We will Troopers just totally from the early 90s, babble. Starring Kevin Bacon, Fred Ward, Reba McIntyre, Michael Gross. I don't have it up yet. Hold little on. Little blonde girl from Jurassic Park and some other. We were people. pretty disorganized, apparently. Um, well, I thought you had already pulled it up. I apologize. The real the film. The lot of us. Okay. It's from um, 1990. 1990. Uh, who directed Who directed this film? Directed by Ron Underwood. This film is Tremors. So we, I have to say, I, I've seen a lot of great directors' names, Rod Hardy being one of them. Um, but Ron Underwood is just a fantastic... It makes me think of underwear. It, it makes sounds me think like of porn. Boys. It sounds like porn, and I, I like it. Or either that or he's selling vinyl siding. Or not. Okay. <laughs> it could just be me. I I want to put my friends um, I have to say, this was written by two people. I have no idea who they are, but they were fantastic. They've written Brent, a lot of other Tremors movies. That's how you would know them. Uh, Brent Maddock and S.S. Uh, S. Wilson. Wilson. I'm going to... Uh, Brent Maddock, writer and director of several projects like Short Circuit, <gasps> Tremors, Wild Wild West, oh, and that's all the list. Ghost Dad. <laughs> oh Jesus! This is a fan. You have a fantastic. Did they also movie. write Leonard Part Six? I have no. <laughs> idea. I hope so. <laughs> anyway, Tremors. Um, we watched this movie because Greg had not seen it before. So what? What? I know. Like this is a remnant of my childhood. And mine as well. I was five when it came out. So anyway, I just thought I would start off with you telling us what you thought of the movie. What did I think of it? Uh, it was a fantastically bad movie, but fantastically so, and that's what I thought of it. 
Okay. The, I, I, did you want more than that? I, no, I, I don't know. I wasn't sure. I have a special relationship yeah. with this movie, and that's that my sister, who um, is awesome now, she was a bitch when we were kids. And she's uh, six years older than me, and we watched this movie on USA, and she convinced me, I realized as I was older that she was full of shit at the time, she convinced me that she was so terrified of this movie that she couldn't go to the kitchen to get herself snacks and drinks. So she, and I was like, Kelly, it's just a movie. And she's like, oh no, I'm so scared, prove it to me. And so I was like... Go get her sex and drinks. Like, see, nothing happened. And she's like, oh, you're so brave. Wow. <laughs> and she was like, oh, no, what happened to Susan Sarandon? That's a whole other thing entirely. But, yeah, that's my relationship with Tremors. <laughs> What's your relationship with Tremors, Jeff? My relationship with Tremors is that I <laughs> believe the first time I saw this movie, I was six years old. My oldest sister had rented it from... A place I miss very much from my hometown. It was it was one of those perfect locally owned video stores called Movie World. <laughs> she rented that. <laughs> that look you gave it was so no. intense. Movie World. Movie World. <laughs> what a magical place. And she rented it, and we watched it, and um, it's it was just it was easily the first uh, like probably the first movie of this type that I ever remember being entertained by. Maybe about this type. Like creature horror or horror in general, yeah. really. Um, and probably the first movie I ever saw with Kevin Bacon in it. I was going to say, this is the first movie I ever saw with Kevin Bacon. Every movie that I saw with him later, I was like, hey, that's that guy from Tremors. Exactly. I would, I would never... I, would, I could watch Footloose now and he would be that guy from Tremors. Tremors, originally. <laughs> or Hollow Man, which apparently no one but me saw. I saw Hollow Man. Yeah, I asked him a while ago who had seen it and nobody said anything. Remember how horrible it was? Yes, that, yes it was. <laughs> I remember the... It had Elizabeth Shue and, um... Is it Josh Brolin? I believe so, yeah. Josh uh, Brolin? Yeah. He's so good. You wouldn't expect that. It was bad. <laughs> I, um... Especially a, when he would play mm, with people's nipples. When he was invisible. Oh, and he, yeah. like, pinched people's nipples. That's he raped people. Oh, I do know about invisible. the rape. I do know about the invisible rape. Oh, that's horrifying. There's a part where he's turning that's invisible because like they inject him with the invisible juice, right? And he's like strapped down, and like layer by layer, he's becoming invisible. Which is a really cool and effect, actually. No, it is. But the best part is like the skin goes away, and like the camera's panning around, and you see his muscles and stuff, and his junk is just flopping around, and it's all muscly. It's really funny. <laughs> you had to be there. <laughs> floppy, muscly dick. Yeah. Without skin, which is It horrifying. wasn't sexy. It was funny. That's horrifying. He was, he was circumcised. What can you do? I have to say... Okay. What can, you, what can you do? What can you do? <laughs> I don't... What do you do what in that case? I don't, I don't know that you do anything. Wouldn't I think you just hilarious? go, hey! Wouldn't it be hilarious if Kevin Bacon were Jewish? Because <laughs> Jews can't Bacon, Bacon no. got it. I'm just going to stop now. You guys go on with the damn <laughs> cinematic. Oh no, um, there's fireworks. There's fireworks. It's fine. We, 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 we deal with diegetic sound all the time on both of our shows. Diet Why are they doing fireworks anyway? At the minor league baseball yeah, stadium. Oh, oh, wow. Grasshoppers. Um, well. I, we, I wanted to, to make one more mention about my reaction to this. I have recently watched um, Army of Darkness. 
Like, I watched it a few weeks ago, I think. It's and such a good movie. It's a really fantastic movie, and a lot of what I saw in that movie and what I saw in Tremors, I was just making a lot of connections, especially with a lot of the way they do camera movements, because they do... Cause Sam like Rainey the Raimi cam? Where, well, it's just, like, it's just really There's fast cool moving towards shots. people and point-of-view shots, and just, it was really... An interesting experience to see that and this, and to go, they're very similar, but Army of Darkness was. One of my uh, favorite of those Sam Raimi point of view shots is in Evil Dead 2, where Bruce, Ham- Bruce Campbell's hand gets infected by whatever the evil force in the woods is, mm-hmm. and he has this slapstick routine where he starts like smashing plates in his face and like knocking himself down and whatnot, and he knocks himself out, and the hand like, notices that there's a meat cleaver on the floor not too far away, and it starts pulling the body towards the cleaver, and the camera becomes the hand as the body jerks forward towards the cleaver. And I always thought that was so awesome. I don't know which movie it is where he meets an evil twin version of himself. Army of Darkness. Okay, and there's that whole scene. But when he was on Hercules, and he was playing Autolycus, is that his I never watched Hercules. I'm pretty sure he played Autolycus. They did that same exact scene where, and it was Bruce Campbell, and it was Bruce Campbell and Bruce Campbell's character's evil twin playing out that same exact scene. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you can find it on YouTube with the two scenes playing back to back. That's awesome. And it's silly. Anyone remember Young Hercules? I do. Yes, with sexy Ryan Gosling. Executive producer Sam Raimi. Well, yeah. Yeah, he was involved in Xena Warrior Princess That's also. Amazing. And I saw, yeah. I saw my first oh. episode of Xena Warrior Princess last night. Yeah, right. your Gosling. first? Yeah. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> like you lost your virginity or something. What it was, was it so terrible. Was the first time? Xena. Xena, oh. I don't know that I've officially ever seen a whole oh, episode no. of that. What episode was it? What the happened? Pilot. Oh, well, one. duh. The pi- what pilots are good? Pilots usually are terrible. Lost. Glee, and then the rest of the show would suck a dick. I gestured towards him Buffy's because I... Pilot. Archer has a pretty damn good pilot. Archer the pilot does. for Archer was amazing. Anyway. I feel like you're, you're being very quiet, Nick. I'm just... I'm concerned you're not going to be picked up on your own show. Oh, well, I, I was just sort of letting the interplay establish itself and see where we veered off. But, you know, we've been talking for ten minutes and haven't told the listeners anything about the movie or who is in it. Yeah, We did say that Kevin Bacon and that oh, other Kevin guy... Kevin Bacon and, and Fred Ward are in it. I mentioned a lot of people are in it. And um, Michael Gross and Reba McIntyre. Michael Gross and Reba Okay, so Victor we Wong. Victor Wong. Victor, Victor Wong of Wong Three fan. Ninjas fame. And the yeah. guy, Finn Carter, is... The only other this is, is what I say. Is starting, that annoying starting. poor man's Jason Hervey? Um, let me see. Here. Older brother from Wonder Years. Oh, it doesn't have a picture of him. Um, I'm not what sure character does it say he plays? I'm not on the IMDb one. I'm on. God. Wikipedia. Damn it. On Wikipedia. Open up another. Okay, his drive. character. His character. Finn Carter. Is Rhonda LeBeck. I guess that's a lady. That's then. a lady. Is that the main lady? That's the main lady because yeah, Fred Warden, Kevin Bacon, and then Finn Carter. So yeah, that's, that's how they're listed. How about yeah. that? That's the thing. Finn anyway. is also a lady's name. Make a note of it. I don't think it's a name at all. Who can recount most colorfully the story of this film? The plot. Line. I'm trying to remember the opening of the movie where they're. They're working. They're they're they wake up as the, like the the one guy wakes up. Yeah, and they're friends. It's Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward are friends, and they're working and they're doing stuff and they're handymen. Um, those aren't super important. Let's just go to what's awesome. So they're like, you know what? We're getting out of this town. We're making something of ourselves. We're gonna get a life. 
And they go to leave, and what do they find? But that old drunk Earl is on the... T- no, Earl's the other dude. That old drunk Glenn, we're going to say his name's Glenn, is up on the telephone pole Glenn again. Glenn Danzig is up on the telephone We better get Glenn Danzig down. He's all drunk. I like drunk. the idea of drunk Glenn. <laughs> right. So they're like, let's go get drunk Glenn down before he dies. Lo and behold... Because, you know, when I get drunk... First place I go for is the electrical tower in Nevada, where I guess, I guess they don't have a hell of a lot to do around there. Also, that's, he didn't just go out there for funsies, Greg. Right, remember you right, to, but no, everyone just assumes oh he's drunk, and by everyone. Anyway, I mean, so they get up there and he's not drunk; he's dead and fried. And they're like, oh no, what happened? And the doctor's like, he died of dehydration. And Kevin Bacon's like, doesn't that take a couple days? And the doctor's like, yeah, like three or four. And they're like, what made him climb it and not come down in three or four days? And they're like, I don't know, whatever. So they keep uh, doing stuff, and then they find... He's shaking with laughter right now, <laughs> I have to say. They find a weird snake thingy attached to the bottom of their truck, and they're like, what's this about? And they sell it to Victor Wong for $15, $15. for him to put in his Victor Wong's market, and people will take pictures <laughs> with the snake Is, boy. Isn't it Walter Wang or something? Walter, Walter Chang. Chang. Walter Chang. Chang. Sorry, Walter Chang. Walter Chang's market. With ice-cold beer, because that was one of the things on the, on the place. So and a anyway, Pepsi machine, it's important. And there's a young a young grad student there studying seismology, and apparently there's been a lot of weird goings-on in the underground, and things have been making crazy tremors. Wink! <laughs> and uh, she's not very attractive, that's important, because Kevin Bacon is like, I like hot blondes. And she has sunblock on her nose. With perfect titties Loser. and legs all the way up to where it counts. I don't know. What is it he says there? I don't it's know. Legs to go all the way up. That's all. Oh. But yeah, I like the way you said it better. All the way up to where it counts. That's, that's, that's much more chauvinistic. Nothing <laughs> 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 counts on a woman but her vagina. So, um, let's see. What else Thank happens? Thank you for rewording my statement. So, um, then some more people get eaten, like the dudes that are using the jackhammer and digging into the ground. And they get pulled off somewhere. And everyone's hats are always left behind. And they find a farmer's hat, and under it is a farmer's head that got pulled into the <laughs> ground. And then they go to, like, try and leave the town, and there's all, all these rocks and helmets full of blood. Because the worms... Or strawberry preserves! Because the worms eat people, but they'll be damned if they're eating a hat. Like, that's... <laughs> they'll take your car underground, they'll dig through your house, but they're not eating hats. That's, a, that's beneath them. They want you to know. And that's weird for things to be beneath them because they live underground. So, <laughs> there's, there's all these people that die, and then they're like, we gotta get out of here, and what are we gonna do? We can't get anywhere. All the roads are blocked. All the phones are cut off. And then, oh no, they eat the Asian guy. <laughs> what are we gonna do now? Everybody climbs on their roofs. Who haven't we heard from in a while? Michael Gross and Reba McIntyre. Lo and behold, they're hiding out in their basement. Bad idea because they live underground. 
Everybody's calling them on the CB radio. They're like, get on the roof, get on the roof. Oh, in our CB radio is your pinky and your thumb as if you're on a Craig, phone. I'm on a podcast. Do you think they saw what my hands I just described it for them so that they would have a mental image it of it. It was important. So it anyway, was important to me. Look. They call back on the CB radio and they're like, well, we're underground. We got lots of guns. We're fine. And then, bam, the worm comes in, which now we're calling them Graboids because that's the name that they've got. So not that there is not that any scientist has said these are rat boys. No, but they go because that. that's what the Asian guy called them, and then the Asian guy died. So they're like, oh, oh, oh what Asian guy called them in honor of Asian. Out guy. of respect yeah. for so the forever, dead. these worms will be associated with Asians. With Asians. So the graboid busts through the wall. They shoot it with all sorts of things, and you think they're gonna die, and then and he, he can't pulls get out. penetration. Even no, that's not until they're on the roof. At this point, he does get penetration with the elephant gun because the mouth is open and he, like shoots it in the face, and then so they grab a bunch of shit and they go on to their roof, and then we know that there are two worms left. Yes, there are two worms left. So this one's like digging around around their house trying to get to him, and they shoot at it. And he didn't even get penetration with the elephant gun. Nothing happened. They couldn't shoot it. So they make some pipe bombs. If he's underground, that's the whole point. They can't right, shoot they can't it. shoot they're it. So they're like, what are we going to do? We're going to take this big tractor that weighs 30 tons, because they can't eat our tractor that weighs 30 tons. Let's do it. So they all get in the tractor and go to pick up Michael Gross and Ruben McIntyre. And they're like, what? <laughs> We're not leaving our house. And they're like, get on the tractor, fools. And it goes on for like five minutes. And then they make a bunch of pipe bombs and grab some guns and they jump onto the tractor and then they ride off. And then they're like, we gotta kill these graboids. And they throw in the pipe bombs and the pipe bombs hurt their ears because they're really sensitive to sound. Because that's how they get you. They're under the goddamn ground. Right? That's the line right. that he says. And then... Um, one of that them, line being from the beginning of the film, right, not this part. Earlier. Then they bait one of the two that's left into eating a pipe bomb by throwing it and then just kind of dragging it along the ground so like it's making noise and they eat it and then it blows like up. It's like land fishing. So there's one left, but now with pipe bombs. Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward and the woman are all <laughs> <laughs> are all together off the rock. And they're like, oh no, what are we going to do? We can't go anywhere, it'll eat us. And they're like, throw the last bomb. And he's like, no, it's our last bomb. Whatever, stuck on the rock for three days and we die, I've got an idea. And he starts to run, and they all start running with him. This is Kevin Bacon. And they're like, where are you going, Kevin Bacon? And he's like, I have a vision. <laughs> and he keeps on running. And then he gets to the cliff. And then he pulls the fuse, it's really, really short, and they're like, what are you doing? Light it. And he's like, not yet. And they're like, light it. No, wait. And then it gets really close, and he lights it, and he throws it in its tail, and it blows up, and it gets scared, and it runs out of the cliff, and it squishes at the ground, and Kevin Bacon's like, can you fly? Can you fly? And then um, they collect data, and they all live happily ever after, until Tremors 2. <laughs> <laughs> So not ever after. And then they can fly in Tremors 3. Three. In Tremors 2, they have heat vision and legs, and they live above ground. There's also, I have to say, there's How also How does that have anything to do with Tremors anymore? Well, in the same one, they're more like raptors, like in Jurassic Park. They but have they, no, they still have both. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. They always have all of the different kinds. 
It's just there's a new kind because they're evolving. So there's the underground Graboids and then like the weird raptor ones. Right. So the second one has the weird raptor ones, which I'm sure have a name. And they see through heat vision, and that's how they see people to eat them. And then the third one, which I've never actually seen, the third one has the ass blasters, which have um, rockets in their butt that they fart and they fly. And then the fourth one is a prequel, and that's starring Michael Gross as the great-grandfather of Michael Gross. Um, And when they found perfection... And then there's the television show, which I never saw, but I know that... I, I read all of the descriptions of all the episodes on Wikipedia, and I know that there is a um, special trimmer that's like a good one, kind of like Slimer in the Ghostbusters mm-hmm. cartoon, um, and it's albino, his name is El Blanco. Uh, <laughs> in the second one, I believe they are termed the Shriekers. There you go, the Shriekers yes. are the ones that walk around and see the heat vision, because they scream. And there's a part where they um, they need to get something. Oh, they multiply when they eat. And there's a part where they've trapped them all in a barn, but the barn is like full of pop tarts for some reason. And they eat all these pop tarts and start multiplying. And then there's like a bomb in there, and they need Fred Ward to go get it. And so they spray him down with why a fire they, hydrant. Why did they put a bomb in a barn? I don't know. But why is there a barn? Why is there a barn full of pop tarts? These are good. Pop-tarts. I know. That's what I'm more concerned about. I'm like, why is there a barn full of pop tarts? But anyway. It was like a barn full of Pop-Tarts. There was was a sale on Pop-Tarts. And he had a barn. So anyway, so they have to spray Fred Ward down with a fire extinguisher. And they make him really cold, which makes me laugh because that's not how fire extinguishers work. But anyway, they spray him down with a fire extinguisher so he's really cold. And he goes in and they can't see him. And he keeps complaining about how cold he is. And I'm like, that's silly. And then, like, the pieces of it are falling off, and they start to be able to see him, and then he gets out, and there's a whole fight, and then they blow things up again. It's Tremors. That's Tremors 2, actually. No, I mean, that's Tremors 2. I mean, mean, like, that's the Tremors series. Like, that's how they go. Mm -hmm. Wikipedia classifies this film as a dark comedy. Does it? Would you agree? A dark comedy monster film. It's. I think that's all... No, dark comedy and monster film. Those are two separate things, but yeah. But would you agree it's a dark comedy? We're going to get all theoretical. Sure, why not? It's funny, but people die. <laughs> not that many, happens in other Not comedies. as many people die as I remember. It's, it's actually a, fa- a fairly small number compared to... And the one person who needs to die doesn't. Oh, the really annoying kid. Boy. Fucking kid. He's annoying. And he's not the older brother Fucking the kid. Years. <laughs> I, just, I just clicked on dark comedy... And the, it, on Wikipedia, the picture associated with dark comedy is Hopscotch to Oblivion in Barcelona, Spain. And it's Hopscotch. And at the end of Hopscotch is a sheer drop off, which is what it looks like. And so that is how they visually depict dark comedy. I just want you to know that. It's beautiful. It's well, hilarious. It's oh, a subgenre of comedy and satire with topics and events that are usually regarded as taboo. <laughs> or treated as satirical or humorous manner while retaining their seriousness. I don't know that you can call anything in this film very serious, so I don't know that it's a... Yeah, nothing really serious good. happens except for that part where annoying kid cries about something. I think his dad dies. Oh, okay. And he gets eaten through a tire, which is really funny. Yeah. Because they're like, get off the ground, and the dumbass just gets on top of a tire that's like laying on its side, and he gets sucked I through can, the middle I of the tire. I missed that, and I feel bad this time. I didn't see it this time. Saying, no, it's so not like a it. big bloody mess happens. Well, no, but like, I remember the, the guy getting sucked through the tires, and that always amused me. So, <laughs> and you missed that part. 
Well, fuck not. Where'd you go from here? Uh, you want to talk about Reba McIntyre? Yes. I was gonna say, you know what that reminds me of? The film Casper with Christina Ricci <laughs> and Bill Pullman. Bill it was Pullman. All, it's also a dark comedy. He should have been in this movie. Oh, shit. Bill Pullman should be in a lot of things. The, I, I, I was you like, know what Bill Pullman should not be in? Lost Highway. A lot of people should be in Lost Highway, but I was thinking to myself, you know, earlier today, Independence Day uh, came on television. And I was reminded, you know, Bill Pullman does not do mainstream film that much anymore. Mm-mm. And it makes me very sad because he's one of the most charming men in the business. He's a lovely man. Yes. That Bill Pullman. Except for in Neil Simon's The Even Couple with Jeff Daniels. Who are you well, I just thought you guys might have an idea. might want to comment on whether or not you actually think it's a dark comedy. I mean, like I said, people die, so I guess. It's not, no, it's not really a dark comedy. It's just more of a horror film with some humor. No, not even that. It's comedy with horror in it. It's a creature feature. It's a monster film. I like that. It's a good monster film. It was a Halloween shindig. Everybody's invited. (laughs) (laughs) I know what that is. Everybody's excited. Halloween shindig. Okay, Reba McIntyre. Yeah, Reba McIntyre. She's She's Reba! She is Reba. And, um, I think that it's weird. They played a song in the end credits, and that was a Reba song. It had nothing to do with the movie, which is a shame. Oh, they're looking <laughs> up a picture of Reba. And she's just pointing at herself and looking completely ridiculous. But anyway, I think it's a shame. I think they were missing out on a niche market there, because I think it would have been amazing, and if I couldn't stop, if I could stop smiling right now, I think I would give you my rendition of what I believe the Reba McIntyre Tremor song should have been like. Should have been something like, look out when you see the Tremors, because you know that means that the grandpa's going to get you. They're going to come through the floor, and they're going to eat your face. They're prehistoric worms in the dirt, and they dig through the ground, and they come through the earth, and they can't get a penetration with an elephant gun. <laughs> Boy, it's from Tremors. I'm Reba. And he would have gone something like that. It would be great if on her records, every one of her songs ended with her going, I'm Reba! Oh, I know. Shouldn't they? You know what this movie needed in terms of Reba songs, though? Fancy? Well, yeah. Uh, every movie needs fancy. <laughs> but I was referring to the theme for the television series, Reba. Well, no. See, I was going to say, um, he said every song should end with I'm Reba. I was going to say there was that while where every song ended with I'm a survivor. Did every song end with I feel like they did. I feel like many a song ended with her claiming to be a survivor. <laughs> well, she was a survivor of Graboids. And, yeah, it's true. And she of was. the 90s. It's true. And of, according to the song, fancy, prostitution, and of being poor. <laughs> That's a song about going from being poor to being a prostitute. <laughs> and her name is Fancy. It's one of the first songs I ever sang at karaoke. I was eight. <laughs> so she was nominated for a Golden Globe for her her performance, performance in, in, no 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 in Reba <laughs> in, in the show Reba yeah wow well I didn't know until this viewing that it was Reba McIntyre and now that I know it it felt like it was really obvious but whenever I but now that I know that it's Reba McIntyre it kind of sucked all of the believability out of the character <laughs> because you're just like Reba McIntyre you don't normally dress like that. <laughs> you don't own a wall. Although guns. her bangs normally looked like that yeah, at that those, time. Those were classic Reba bangs. Oh, yeah, they were. 
But basically, just the idea of a country music star trying to play gun crazy like Gorilla Warrior. It's not. Um, have you seen any bizarre. film with Dwight Yoakam? Have you heard of Toby Keith? Yes, I've heard of Toby Keith. No, but Dwight Yoakam does movies where he plays people with guns. Yeah, he does. He was in Sling Blade and Panic Room. Panic Room. <laughs> Panic Room. I love her new album. In Panic Room, his death in Panic Room was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. The diabetic girl stabbed him with insulin. Jesus. And he died. It was I recall awesome. liking Panic Room. I liked it more than I should have. It was directed by David Fincher. I know. And I'm trying to remember who the daughter was. Was it Allison Lohman? No, no, it was um somebody I've seen. Fucking Kristen Stewart. Ew, was it? Oh no, 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 wait, no, no, no. It was Anne Rachel Wood. Was it? I don't know. I always get those two confused. Please look that up. it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, they're young lady actresses that I'm I done. Think I'm it's so done with. like Dakota Fanning. Oh, no, no, no she's movie. been eight years old since 1978. Trust me, Panic it's not her. Room. Uh, Kristen Stewart. Oh, oh, it was Kristen Stewart. Forrest Whitaker, Jared Leto, Dwight Yoakam. I know there's tons of cool people in it except for her. I feel like it was one of those movies that was really great, and then and then the ending sort of like cheated the premise of the movie, and it got really stupid and cliched. It was sad. I had I, like I, I don't care if I'm spoiling this for anybody, but I'm going to tell you guys the ending to Panic Room. As far as I remember, I haven't seen it, but go ahead. I don't really care. I, mean, I was going to say I have. I don't think you'll care. Anyway, at the end of Panic Room. So they're trying to get this money out of the Panic Room, but of course the people are hiding in the Panic Room. So it's like, how are we going to get the money? How are we going to stay in the Panic Room? And this goes on for a really long time. And the three people trying to get the money are Dwight Yoakam, Forrest Whitaker, and Jared Leto with braids. Uh, with cornrows, to be specific. Jared Leto with cornrows. I think it's important that everybody knows that, because I thought it was ridiculous. So, they're trying to get this money, they're trying to get this money. Then in the movie, as far as I can remember, so Dwight Yoakam is dead, because he got insulin. I'm pretty sure Dwight Yoakam shot Jared Leto. Forrest Whitaker is getting away with all the money, and Forrest Whitaker, of course, is the only one that you, like, feel any pity for. You know, you're like, I hate these people, but Forrest Whitaker... How do you hate Forrest Whitaker? Except when he's Idi Amin. I was going to say, uh, have you seen that? Yes. <laughs> King of Scotland. The Last King, King of Scotland. Scotland. That was such a but, great um, movie. Oh my god, he was horrifying. No, but seriously, love Forrest Whitaker. Anyway, so he's running away with the money. And then the cops get to him, and they're like, drop your shit or whatever. And they've got a helicopter. And he drops it, and just the money just goes everywhere. And he doesn't get any of it, and he gets arrested. And it's so sad. And you're like, oh, I guess that's what I cared for. <laughs> it's directed by David Fincher. And the reason Jeff was saying something earlier, a quote from it that made me so fucking mad when I saw that movie, there's this part where they go in the house and it's really creepy, and Jodie Foster goes, it looks like something out of Poe. And this chick next to her goes, I loved her latest album. That made me so mad, because Poe is a singer who I know who she is and I really like her. But nobody else knows who Poe is. And when you say Poe, the first thing anyone thinks of is not Poe the singer. It's Edgar Allan Poe. And I was so pissed that they would even make that like be a thing that happened in this movie. I was like, that would never happen. Never. I got so mad. It's like the same anger that I felt when I saw Final Destination. And I knew that Nine Inch Nails had done that song, Into the Void, and it was on the soundtrack. And I went to see it. And the time that you hear it in the movie is the preppy kid is driving around listening to it. And I was like, that guy would not be listening to Nine Inch Nails. This is a lie. He was so mad. It was ridiculous. 
You should talk, Nick Milton. It is your show. I'm just sitting here being entertained. <laughs> I mean, we've just been sewing going willy-nilly all over the place. That's really what that's what happens topic. here. We, you, yeah. Have you heard our episode on Casper, sir? Not yet. I'll <laughs> hear it. <laughs> it's a right. spirited stream of consciousness. Why smacking in there? I couldn't help it. I'm having a party. Can't see. Literally, they can't. Yeah, they can't see shit. Mad puzzle basement. You won't wear a shirt and you'll cry. That's Pat Oswald. Are you going to see him at the Ornfield? It's been discussed. Yeah. I know Jumbo's going at the the later showing. Yeah. We haven't really uh, looked too closely at it, but we are thinking about it. Isn't that fascinating, audience? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Pat Oswald. Personal exploits. Pat, Pat Oswald is an amazing man, so if you people listening, whoever you might be, don't listen to Pat and Oswald. You're you're missing out. You're missing out. Yeah. So back to Tremors. Yes, back to that Tremors. Was what we're actually talking about. I I found it interesting. They um, the budget was eleven million. They did a good job on eleven million dollars. The gross revenue sixteen million six hundred and sixty seven dollars. That barely made it back. That's sort so of surprising. <laughs> they made a sequel after such a bad. It had a back. great life on VHS. Seriously, though, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, how much later television did, um, syndication? How much later did Tremors Two come out? Nineteen ninety-four. Uh, I'm sure you're right about that. Let me. Ninety-six. Ninety-six. Okay. Oh, ninety-six. Okay, so it might have had time and, to have a. And then Winter Three and Four. The budget for Tremors Two was only four million, and it doesn't have anything to. It doesn't tell what the uh, what any revenues were for it. That's weird because there's a lot of computer animation in Number Two. Yeah. And then Tremors 3... 2001. 2001. And there's no budget listed. <laughs> so one can assume... But go to Tremors 4. What is the name of Tremors 4? Tremors 4. Tremors 4. 2004. 2004. And the budget was $5 million estimated, is what it says there. And it doesn't say anything about revenues. Well, by that point, it, it, but it, I was, it had reproven itself as being a bankable property. Right. Well, wait, did Tremors initially come out, like, did it have a film release? Was yeah. It, okay, yeah. And, but the rest of them were only released on, on like video, and, video yeah, and, yeah. and TV, so it's not like you would have a revenue for that. Right. You would know what the revenues were. Maybe they're expecting video. I'm sure they've made tons of money off of this. It's a surprisingly bankable franchise. Yeah. Because people like us sit around hilarious. shows like They're so ridiculous. It makes me think of sci-fi and all of their amazingly awful and and I was going to say, what year did the show come out? Was that 2008? I haven't, I didn't look up the show. I feel like the show predated like BSG when you know, sci-fi channel. The switchover? Started, started like... No, no, no. Not, not, not just the switchover, but just like when BSG came around and all the sci-fi original series got their shit together and decided to start making actually good shows. You know? So you're saying this happened before that? Yeah. <laughs> it's important I just wanted to make that clear. Um, it was a spin-off and... When... There's going to be a possible remake of the series. Oh, wow. A TV series remake? Original it one happens. was in 2003. Really? So Tremors 4 was released after this. Yeah, it was. Huh. Tremors yeah. 4 was kind of an impromptu, kind of unexpected, like, series finale. How could know. they do a whole series 
based on Tremors, where the only villains they have are going to be those. No, they weren't the only villains. There was a mad scientist who played by Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, who had done genetic testing and created new. His name, I believe, may be Mixmaster because I just saw it. Yeah, Mixmaster. Because they have an episode called "The Sound of Silence." (laughs) But yeah, basically, they deal with Tremors, or not Tremors, but Graboids and um, Christopher Lloyd's creations. So it's right. it's mostly a bunch of it's it's a mad scientist and it was on show. sci-fi. I mean that was appropriate enough. Yeah, it works. All the all the sequels have had a lot of good like highly rated airplay on Sci-Fi Channel. Have any of you seen any of the sequels? I've seen two. That's as far as I've gotten. I yeah. have not seen any of the other. Trends I've seen movies. two. No, how was it? It was fine enough. Yeah, it was pretty okay. funny. It was worth a watch from Netflix. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay, back to this film. Favorite moments. Maybe that will lead to some interesting repartee. Good You're still too quiet. I think my favorite part is when Michael Gross and Reba McIntyre just destroy that one worm in the basement. It's just... just firing loads. The firing goes on (laughs) for so long, and they're just trying so many different weapons, and it just keeps going. It's fantastic. Including a flare gun. Yeah, she shoots a flare gun in his mouth, and you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> it's a pretty ridiculous movie. Oh, um, no. Did, I, th- did you find the creature effects convincing in any way, or was it just like one of those things where it wasn't bad well, enough? It was alright yeah, it, it wasn't bad enough to be laughable, but on the other hand, it wasn't good enough to be really convincing. So right, it's like, to be like this, It's in like this way. weird, it's in this weird middle ground of, uh, I think it was, I think to me it was, they realized that they were bad special effects and went with it and that was fine. And yeah. I'm so used to that now. I mean, granted, this was maybe 1990, this was 20 years ago. So, I mean, if I had watched it then, I probably would have been like, what? It's crazy. It's silly. But now I'm just like, that is, that is a, that is a standard. I think that we sort of, we either watch things that are really amazing and, and just perfectly done or we watch stuff that's just crazy and awful, and there's sort of that, there's a goodness in that, so. Think it of worked. the later success of Plan 9 from Outer Space by filmmaker Ed Wood. Right. <laughs> Speaking of which, this actually reminds me of a topic. Um, You know how in these horror movies. I still like Adams. So. Yeah. <laughs> what now? Nothing, continue. Oh. Um, you know how in horror movies, monsters always have, like, their mouth, and then they have another mouth in their mouth? Yeah. And it pops out all the time. Do you think in real life any creature in the history of the universe would actually need a mouth inside another mouth? Um, I can think of one that actually exists, and it's the craziest fucking thing I've ever heard of. It's the um, parasite that, that lives inside of fish. Um, it actually goes in, eats their tongue, and then becomes their tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And about it's that. a real thing that exists, and it's the craziest fucking thing I've ever heard of, but it's a real thing that exists. So, I forget what it's called, but we, um, yeah. I, I would... Look we it up. About that in like seventh grade. That's horrifying. It's horrifying. It that. goes into the tongues. It goes into a fish's mouth, eats the fish's tongue, and then it becomes, becomes the tongue. fish's tongue and helps it eat. And like, I think the fish eats its excrement. I don't know. I don't even know how it works. But Ew, it's, it's like the yeah. fishy centipede. <laughs> you have no idea. When I was at this party the other night, we talked about the human centipede for like twenty minutes. And every 10 seconds, Can we, can someone... we just give all, all of our viewers a warning? If you've heard of The Human Centipede, or if you're hearing of, of it right now, do not watch it. Do not watch, watch it. I actually have a comment to make right now. The director of that movie 
said that the human centipede was way, way, way tamer than what is going to be in the second human centipede I movie. I wish you hadn't told me that because I'm already horrified. We've only seen... I don't want to of- know any more of it than I already know. But all I want to say is we talked about that movie for like 10 minutes at this party the other night. And literally every 10 seconds, someone would go, Why are we still talking about human centipede? And it just kept happening. So that's what that tongue reminds me of. It's fishy centipede. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, it's a, and it's a device they used in, in Aliens. Indeed. And in Tenfins. Oh, Tenfins. Well, in this one, they've got like four of them with their own little mouths. Right, like, and this, those, right but it's not a mouth coming out of a mouth coming out of a mouth, though. It's just like four mouths coming out of one mouth. Yeah. Right. That strangely looks like an anus. It does, with penises coming out of it. It really, that's what it looks like. Do you think that Tremors has deep uh, sexual, psychological things to say about society? No, I think it's I think it says that anal rape eats you through the dirt. (laughs) It eats you starting (laughs) with With your bottom. bottom. With your bottom. That's a sage piece of wisdom. (laughs) Anyway, Jeff, do you have any favorite moments? Favorite moments? Um, I, you know, we, we need to talk about the weirdly edited moments. Uh, Oh, you mean with the profanity? Yeah, there's a scene where Michael Gross and Kevin Bacon are talking on the LCB radio there, and it's very clear that they're saying motherfuckers. We get mother humpers, which I'm sure, which has on its its own right become a very iconic line from this movie. But if you look at Kevin Bacon's mouth, that is clearly not what they were going with. Because the first time you hear it through the radio, so it doesn't bother you as much. Exactly. But the second time, you clearly see his mouth say motherfucker. I think it's because he already said fuck earlier in the film and they were trying to keep the PG-13 rating. Yeah. That's my guess. The old PG-13 only gets one fuck rule. Yeah. Yeah. Which has still never made any sense to me. Exactly. Whatsoever. Well, the rating system doesn't make sense but to anybody. The rating system is effed. It's so dumb and stupid. What did you say to yourself? I don't know. Wasn't there a documentary that came out a few years ago? Yes. Yeah, this film was not yet rated. It was about the MPAA and how it's like and a hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you or some shit. Um, no, by the Catholics. Oh, right, right, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Well, it doesn't matter now. How can I forget the Catholics? Other favorite and, moments, though? Um, oh, whoa, whoa. my other favorite director happened to have, di- or director name directed this film is not yet rated, Kirby Dick. I knew it. I was like, it's, it's Kirby Dick. Kirby Dick. All right. That's, that's all. Other favorite moments. <laughs> Anytime Reba McIntyre is on the screen, because you're still, you cannot, I know we talked about it, but you just cannot get over the fact it's Reba McIntyre with I, guns and I hilarity. I was hoping you were going to say Reba fucking McIntyre. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It is Reba fucking McIntyre with guns and beating ass and bangs and. <laughs> the bangs are epic. They are so they epic. Reba goddamn McIntyre is yeah. what it is. She was in the movie Tremors. She was. <laughs> what about you, Greg? Any standout scenes? Impressions? Standout? I was thinking about it while everyone else was talking about their standout scenes. And honestly, the part with where the graboid goes through the wall of the um, of the cliff. sheer cliff phase, and it's just the most ridiculous. Um, and, like, really kind of poor, um, <laughs> like, creature that you get just falling worm, and it was just silly and ridiculous. And then it falls, and it's either already been, like, cut open so that when it falls, it just, it just 
shreds to pieces on these rocks, and you're you just like. You know what during this during that scene is that when it falls and splats and hits the dirt, um, it looks like it has nothing in it except like bug juice. Yeah, yeah. like it wouldn't it need juicy. like a really. Like impossible, like muscle structure in order to turn a tunnel through solid earth. I mean, yeah. I would argue be, that the reason why it's, it's supported got those by a series of fluid filled bladders, fluid bladders, yeah. I would argue that the reason why it's already got those like little slits and holes in it, it's not so much that it's already got them, it's that it gets them on impact because it's true. It I mean, jagged I mean, rocks. No, no, it's not just jagged rocks. When it a person pops. like falls from a building and lands on the sidewalk, there's that weird like sheet of blood that just goes. Psh! Like out from the body, like it just yeah. flats. Like well, the one I mean, thing I'll never does, forget. Is, it's really funny because it almost looks being like Batman. It no, looks like the cliff took the, a big dump. It's what I. It's what I was. The uh, movie Guilty as Sin with Don Johnson. No, I'm not. Familiar he falls with. like through like it's one of those buildings that has an open lobby all the way up to the top of the building. You know, like the floors go up like that. Yeah. He falls from like the tenth or so floor all the way down to the ground, like. Rebecca De Mornay or somebody is staring down in horror as he falls to the floor and like his, his body just goes, like it's like it's just like a a, a, a a gushing torrent of water from every direction of his body. The splatter. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. I, I didn't believe it at first, but then I looked into it. and I was like, oh, that, that really happens then. It's just that it just happens like that. Just pop. Ridiculous. Don Johnson and Rebecca De Mornay, maybe. But yeah, when I think of people falling and what they look like afterward, I think of the end of Batman, the way Jack Nicholson is in the ground. Yeah. When he's been like pulled down by the gargoyle and he's just kind of like flattened and kind of and that laugh is going so creepy. Uh, Do you I know what I'm Batman talking about? Oh, that part's so awesome and creepy. I wouldn't mind watching that again soon, actually. I have all four of them in one box over there. Well, I saw... I got for seven fifty at Target. That's awesome. The the, the cool two-disc editions? Yeah. yeah, For seven bucks? Yeah. I'm going to have to take advantage of that. I need all of them in my collection. Assuming it's still available. I mean, that was a while ago. ago. Well, I can... You should still get a look, though. They usually keep their deals going for a while, like their DVD things. In any case, I would like to see the first Batman again, because it's awesome. I, the thing about the first Batman that makes me laugh so much is the music by Prince because it doesn't fit in at all. And the best part is when they go to fuck up the museum and they've just got the boombox and it's like, I'm a part of man! And they're like defacing the museum. And then they give her the gas mask that for some reason is toy colored. Like, it looks like a toy, but it's a gas mask. Speaking of looks like a toy, I just want to resist one thing. You should watch The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, because it was badass. But there's this one part where she, like, the good mom. Oh, my God, I know exactly what you're talking with about. With this realtor, and the realtor is, like, in his mid-50s, okay? Yeah, I want to press that. Boy. They're in a, a nursery room, and he look, and she's looking over, and it's zooming in, and it's a breast pump, Okay. Most people, like, not like everybody knows what a breast pump looks yeah, like, but a lot of people I know what a breast pump Right? So it zooms in on a breast pump, and the realtor goes, well, that's a strange-looking toy. And the mom is like, no, it's a breast pump. Like, it's a really serious moment. And I was just like, that guy is far too old to not know what a breast pump is. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just really weird. But that movie is awesome. It's so awesome. You know what else is awesome? Trimmers. Fuck yes. Trimmers, um, and The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, do you know what they have in common? There's this movie, Feds, with Rebecca De Mornay, and Mary Gross, the sister of Michael Gross. 
who was in the movie Tremors. That's excellent. It's true. But you were just about to say and extol the virtues of how awesome it is. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I, and if I was, I've completely forgotten. Oh, okay. So I wanted to point out, and this is interesting, and you can look it up on Wikipedia. Maybe it's not interesting. Um, I am a fan of a movie called Feast. It was part of the Project Greenlight thing, and it's a really good movie. It's a really good horror film. But if you look at the one page, or the, the poster, whatever you want to call it, um, the the monster the, is the same. It's the same poster from the bottom half down. As well, you know, Tremors. As Tremors. Tremors it's just probably took that from Jaws, though, because Jaws yeah. had the, the shark yeah. underneath. There is one, like, problem to be drawn from the, tre- the Tremors poster. The Tremors poster, poster no, there are several problems to be drawn from the Tremors poster. Because, yeah, the size of the Graboid from underneath them, they are not that big no, at all. Not. It looks like it can swallow the three of them, but it's not that big. Second, their mouths aren't like that. It looks like a big butthole with three penises coming out Instead of it. Of a I think that is just a no, plain no, no, this jaw is, and no, no, it's got no. teeth. That's the, this is the, actually the little, right, little they penis still thing don't that comes look like out. That, though. They, they look somewhat like that. They do have teeth. But it's all wrong. But it's all wrong. Because those are even tinier even than smaller. the big thing. So they're even smaller, and it makes no sense. I don't think creatures that big could live in any realistic situation. Like, it's fashionable in, in video games and movies and stuff to have people fighting giant monsters. But monsters that size would need so much food that one of those worms would just you're, die You're really talking about the logistics of monsters right now, yeah. Nick. I want you to think about that. Someone has to do it. Well, I'm just like, how are they any less realistic than most other big, ridiculous monsters? (laughs) True. Touche. What are you looking at, Greg? Nothing. Did you extol upon your favorite scene yet? Yes, the end. We were the that we did that. It's done. And we're out, and it got squished. We're. Nice. And then we talked about with the sheer rock face. Yes. Shout out a tremor. And I couldn't eat pizza They're not rolls. not tremors. I couldn't <laughs> eat pizza rolls for a very long time. <laughs> All right. Really? So, does anyone have any other topics they might want to cover before we wrap it up? Uh, see the second one. Yeah. See all of them. We haven't even seen them, but I would still say see all of them because why the fuck not? They're out there. Thanks, silly. Do it. Yeah. Better than the Saw movies. <laughs> oh! When I was in England a couple and years back, true. I saw Saw 6 in the theater. Or Saw 5. One of the two. Whichever one, whichever one came out in 08. And it was the most horrible movie I'd ever seen recently. I only went because some friend, friends of mine wanted to go and I wasn't going to be like a movie snob and go like, No, I heard it was terrible. I won't go. See, no. I'd be like, no, those movies I know are terrible. <laughs> it was 2008 and it was Saw 5. Yeah, because I think Saw 6 was 2001. Yeah, then it's 2000. Yeah, it's so fun. Yes, yes. Isn't this the final chapter? It certainly was. It's the final chapter! Well, clearly not. Saw will go on forever. And hopefully so will Tremors. (sighs) Tremors. Hopefully, yes. I hope so. Um, I know Blanca. My final thought is, um, I first saw this movie when I was young. We? Somewhere between 5 and 10. I, I was 5 when it came out, so I could have conceivably seen it at any time after I was 5 years old. <laughs> that makes sense. That's a fair argument. Yeah. Um, anyway, I've been a fan of this movie since I was a kid. It's not a spectacularly good movie. It's just an enjoyable one. It's with, fun. It's yeah, a it's gay fun. romp. It, a romp through monster-infested Nevada territory. Yes. Anyway, I like it. I As like do it. I. Um, <laughs> I like territory it. Made, just made me think of tertiary. I don't know why. 
just uh, it's a similar say, word. Say, well, since also you already similar word, tremors, tremors, tremors. Since you already uh, sang your Reba McIntyre tremor song, I won't ask you to make up a, a song now, but expect that in the future. Oh, I could. Give me a topic. Well, tremors. Well, tremors. Well, there's the tremor song that I came up with earlier before it was a Reba McIntyre song. Ah. Uh. And that was it was very similar. <laughs> But without the accent, and it was kind of just like a, it was closer to um, to what's his name? C.S. Lewis Jr. C.S. Lewis Jr. I uh, don't know who that is. <laughs> he's not real. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jeff knows who he is. He's he's in our our hearts and our imaginations. <laughs> yes. And uh, and it was something like this. Um, Look out when you hear the tremors, cause you know that means that the grandma's gonna get you, gonna come out of the ground and eat you with their penis faces. They got penis snakes coming out of butthole mouths and they come up through the ground and they push over bookcases. <laughs> and they can eat cars and knock down water towers, but they can't get through rock, but they'll eat your face if they can reach a cause they're graboids. Not to be confused with ass blasters or <laughs> What did we decide the ones from the same? Triggers. 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 They're graboids. Not to be confused with tremors. That's just the name of the movie, not the monsters within it. And also certain species of tomatoes, beans, cabbage, cauliflower, or even lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) Go back to a bygone era. Yes. Um, Anyway, let's wrap this up before we get even more rambling and casual and bizarre yeah. than we've ever gotten on this show before. And I've been to Canada. Me too. Where in Canada did you I go? I haven't actually oh. been to Canada. She was really hoping you wouldn't call her on that. I know. It was just kind of supposed to be a well, frame of reference. Sorry I, I, sorry I caught you in that lie. Um, they have elevators bigger than this in Russia. <laughs> Don't you know what I'm talking about? I've, I've heard that. <laughs> Anyway, this has been Cinemantics, the podcast about movies good and bad. Mostly bad. I'm sorry if you didn't learn anything much about Tremors, but I hope you enjoyed it anyway. Me too. Um, my three lovely co-hosts are Greg Green. Bye, bye. Stephanie C. Kernison. Tremors going to get you. Of Media Monkeys and Junkie Junkies. That's true. I didn't even plug that. Plug plug that for a second. Um, Yeah, I've got a podcast and a blog, and that's Media Monkeys and Junkie Junkies, and you can find that at sckernison, K-E-R-N-I-S-A-N dot Tumblr, T-U-M-B-L-R, there's no E, dot com. Yes, they're hip. I know, isn't it so? Super hip. Or you can just search for it in the iTunes store, but make sure you look up Media Monkeys and Junkie Junkies, the blog. Because that is the new home Has it been of my approved? podcast. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I've downloaded it on iTunes, so I don't know. Jeff, anything you want to plug? They already they already know me. They already know how it earns my livings. Right. Uh, you you are the the happy days to my love American style. They know where they know where, they know where their father is. <laughs> I'm Joni loves Chachi. I don't know what that means. What? Actually, I think you're Fantasy Island. Oh, am I? I. I I have a blog. Or perhaps Gunsmoke. It's thedoublegg.com, and it's about movies and such, so... It's all... It's 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 more of a print media sort of thing. And y'all are listening to this, so you you know... You already found me, so I'm not going to plug my own show on my show. You Before should really you. listen to this Cinemantics thing. It's amazing! Um, but... Th- thank you. But <laughs> anyway, it's been Cinemantics. These are the folks involved. And, uh... Huzzah! Yeah, pretty much. Good night. Look!
Look at when you see the tremors, because you know that means that the grandpa's going to get you. They're going to come through the floor, and they're going to eat your face. They're prehistoric worms <laughs> in the dirt, and they dig through the ground, and they come through the earth, and they can't get a penetration with an elephant gun. <laughs> Boy, it's from tremors. <laughs> I'm Reba. 